podcast that teaches you how to have a higher quality sex life, where I share cutting-edge research in neuroscience and psychology, relatable stories, and practical mindfulness-based skills so that you can maximize your pleasure potential and unlock more awareness and energy in every area of your life. I am Master Life Coach and Mindfulness Expert, Danielle Savory, and I am thrilled to be on this journey with you. Hello, hello, hello. How's everyone doing? I'm feeling so good. It's springtime. So I feel like there's just this reemergence of the world because of, you know, after the pandemic, we're starting to actually open up. But then also, Mother Nature is starting to open up. It literally feels like a flower shop here in Portland driving around. There's so many amazing flowering trees and blossoms literally everywhere. And we've had some weird sunny weather for April. Usually it's pretty rainy, but it has been sunny and I'm here for it. I'm here for all of it, for the evening walks, for the hiking, for the sitting outside in the middle of the day and just smelling the aroma. It's just giving me life right now. Okay, so before we get started on today's topic, I would love to just remind you, if you're enjoying this podcast, which I hope that you are, that you take a couple of minutes of your day and just write a review. I read every single one of these. I love reading what's resonating with you, why you're enjoying it. Honestly, it gives me fuel. (laughs) It gives me life to read these and know that there's real life humans out there in the world that are enjoying this, that, you know, it's a little shift or an aha or a celebration or making you think about things different that is allowing you to connect with your body, to connect with your partner in a different way. I love hearing how this podcast is helping you. And I am so grateful for every single one of you for tuning in and for listening. And for those of you that take the time, I know it's not always easy to write a review, but taking the time to do that is just, it means the world to me. It means so much. And it just gives me that little pep and, you know, spark in my step to keep going. So thank you, thank you, thank you. Okay, so let's talk about foreplay. So what is it? Is it even important? (laughs) How long should foreplay take? And we'll just talk about some fun ideas to get the desire going along. So foreplay is one of those things that many couples, I find, begin to forfeit for a while after being together. It's like, okay, yeah, we did that for a while. But now that we're having sex, we've been married for, you know, 10 years. We don't need to do that anymore, right? But Before we even talk about what's really going on in these interactions and why we forfeit foreplay, that's kind of a tongue twister, let's talk about what foreplay even is so that you can have a better understanding of where and how it might be standing in your way. So typically when we're thinking about sex foreplay, it means you know, erotic acts that are leading up to intercourse, leading up to that penetrative sex. And outside of the sexual realm, foreplay just means actions that we're taking that are preceding an event. So the actions leading up to event. And I think it's so fascinating because usually our our definitions of foreplay in the sex realm itself change 
based on our sexual relationship, change based on maybe how long you've been with a person. Like for instance, when you're younger or when you're newly in a relationship, what you might consider foreplay back then is something you consider you know, or what we considered foreplay now might have been like the back, the main course back then, right? So like the heavy petting or like the bumping and grinding or the finger play or even oral sex, that's going to be like the thing, right? There is nothing that that's leading up to. That's the thing that you're looking forward to. That's the thing that you're excited about, right? Then later, once you begin to have intercourse with your person, a lot of these things that we tended to look at as the main thing and the main course just become the warm-up. And sometimes they just become the extra bits. Like, oh, if we have extra time or, you know, if we're on vacation sex, then we'll be able to (laughs) have those kind of things. So I just find that really interesting that our definition of what foreplay is, what camp we kind of put particular actions into is going to always change. It's going to change based on kind of where you're at in your sexual relationship. Now, most of the women I speak to and talk to actually don't have a lot of foreplay anymore. It might be like a little bit of kissing and then they notice that they're just going like right into it, right? Like maybe their partner's just going right for their crotch, right for their boobs, just jumping right into it and not like they're choosing it. This is just kind of where the relationship has chosen to go. And this routine, this just skipping over any of the warm up parts and just going straight for the goods is really detrimental to your pleasure. But (laughs) before we even talk about why that is, let's just first explore why we're even skipping foreplay in the first place. Because I'm all about the mindset here, right? And we need to understand what's going on mentally, like what psychologically is going on, because this is where you're going to make lasting change. Like I could tell you just go out and start making out all day long. Ask your partner to take his time. Ask your partner to like kiss you all over your body and blah, 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 blah. But like, that's actually not going to make a big difference because when it comes to our bodies, what we are thinking and what is driving your actions is so much more important than just taking the action because it's not going to lead to you actually feeling better. If you're simply just making yourself do the foreplay, but it's coming out of this energy of like, oh, I probably should do this. I know this is going to help my pleasure. Then that's not going to change anything because remember what's happening in your mind, what you're thinking, the beliefs that are going on, the reasons that you're doing something are going to make you feel a certain way in your body. It will make you feel more open and welcoming of pleasure. Or if it's like in this get it done energy, it's going to feel more tense and it's not going to feel pleasurable at all. It's not even going to be fun. It's going to feel rushed and icky. So what is happening in your mind? The reason you aren't participating in foreplay is equally, if not more important to wrap your head around than just trying to take action. 
that won't work long term because who you are, who you are being isn't actually changing. How you are feeling in your body, which is where the pleasure happens, right, isn't actually changing at all. Okay, so why then is foreplay just kind of getting cast aside, getting put on the back burner? So many of the women that I talk to and all the clients like in Better Sex at 90 Days, the tendency out there is to be in this lack mentality when it comes to time, not just with sex, but with everything. And to be honest, this is the mindset that I'm constantly working on overcoming because I sometimes struggle to believe that there's enough time for all the things that I want to get done. I am a high achieving woman. There's a lot of things that I want to get done and wrapping my head around the construct of time and what that means for my day is always challenging. And it's the same for the women that I work with. However, what we're talking about is making the time for pleasure. And so, I mean, the day goes quickly, right? Like it's like, oh my gosh, that day went really quick. There's a lot of things that I took care of and then it's time for sex and it's like, oh, I'm so tired. Can't I just relax? And so we're already working typically on overcoming an objection of the mind that you're too tired that there isn't enough time. Does my pleasure even matter? Is it worth it? Because time is really our most precious commodity, right? And how we spend that time, it has to seem like it's a good enough reason for the brain to make an effort to spend our time in a particular way and to make the effort especially to spend time on feeling good, on our pleasure. And part of the thought error here is not seeing that you have the energy for pleasure and sexual connection. (laughs) So we look at this as like, oh my gosh, I'm so zapped. It's at the end of the day. I don't have energy for this. Rather than taking a look at our sexual connection, at sex, at loving connection with your partner or with yourself is actually for fueling your energy that it's actually going to nourish you and take care of you. So that's kind of first part of the thought error when we're thinking about time, when we're thinking about sexual connection in general, is this thing, the sex thing that I have decided to do or my partner is asking me to do, isn't actually going to drain my energy, but it is going to give me life. It is going to fuel me. But typically how it plays up out is like something like this, right? Your husband or your partner wants to have sex, or maybe you've been listening to my podcast and you decided to put it on the calendar, but you're not really into it, right? So here it is, you see it on the calendar or your partner initiates and you're just like, ugh, okay, I guess I'm going to do it tonight. But in your head, you're already starting to compromise. Like, okay, yes, I'm going to follow through. I'm going to do it. I'm going to say yes to him, but I'm going to make it really quick so I can get back to what I want to be doing, which is sitting on the couch or going to sleep early. Okay. (laughs) So you make this little agreement with yourself. Yes, I will have sex, but only if it's quick, only because they you know, he really, really wants to, or only because I feel like I should, but I'm not going to take, you know, all this time to do it. 
But regardless, pleasure is not at the forefront of your mind. You aren't seeing the whole experience of sexual connection that is something for you and therefore something that could actually feel you, fuel you, (laughs) is what I meant to say. So you decide like, okay, no harm. I'm just going to cut some corners. I'm going to just do this kind of like get it done. Maybe it will be quickie. He'll be taken care of. I took the time to check it off my list and made sure that I had the sex, right? Then I'm going to be back in bed, back on the couch in no time. So even this idea is already not thinking about your pleasure. I really want to pause and have you see that. It's thinking I have to hurry and check this off my list so I can get back to these other quote unquote more important things or these things that I just care about more. It's not looking at sex or connection or pleasure is even possible number one, and that it can be for you. You're not even seeing this as something that you have the time for because ultimately you're exhausted from all the other things that you've been doing in your day. And sex is just seen as something to check off your list, something you should do. And it only gets a very limited amount of you, of your attention. So then when we're seeing it this way, this get it done kind of approach then of course you will hop to what you think is the important part, which is the intercourse, right? And what might actually help you enjoy yourself more, the foreplay isn't even giving, has a space to have time because it's like, oh, well, my pleasure really isn't that important. I'm checking this off my list. I know that intercourse is the thing that I should probably just get done because that's what I'm told, have more sex in my marriage and I know my partner wants it, blah, 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 blah. So I'm not even thinking about pleasure. I'm not thinking about even really, truly taking the time to enjoy the thing that could actually get me to feel fueled by this experience, right? So it's kind of like this catch-22. There is this part of us that wants to be able to look at sex as something that is fueling and pleasurable for you, but you're dealing with a very resistant brain that is saying, hey, you know what? I don't really have time for this. This isn't something that I can take the time for. So you're literally removing the part of the experience that could bring you a lot of pleasure, that could actually allow this experience to nourish and fuel you. But your brain is stuck in this pattern of I don't have time and I'm not even really convinced that this could be for me. So what do we do? How do we get into that mode? And I also just want to say here too, this also isn't just like, it's not like this conscious choice, right? It's not like this thing that you're going and you're like, you know what? My pleasure doesn't matter. I'm going to make sure that I cut my time short so I don't feel good. This isn't how it's going. It's not something that you're choosing to do. It's not something that is this conscious decision. It's just typically what happens over time as we're not working on prioritizing our pressure and making that at the forefront of our mind. Because this is what the brain is going to do by default. The brain wants to reduce the amount of effort, get back into this habit, get the things done, these learned experiences, and it takes effort for the brain to think about putting pleasure at the forefront and being present. 
It wants to be on automatic. Also, I want to say in here that this is also just a pattern that we fall in with our partners, right? So it's not just like you, it is how we interact with our partners. We might fall into this routine, like an actual physical routine, like, okay, kiss, kiss, take the clothes off, you know, get the lube and we go. (laughs) That's just something that you've been doing for a really long time. And it's something that you can continue to do until you pause and take a look and be like, oh, we have kind of fallen into this pattern. Oh, I do notice that we're hopping right towards intercourse. Oh, I do notice that we have stopped taking the time for the warm up or the, for the foreplay. How interesting. Without judgment, and why I bring up these issues on the podcast is for you to just begin to gather information from a place of curiosity in your brain, not from a place of, I'm doing it wrong. What's wrong with me? My partner sucks. Like, we're not going down those paths, okay? Your mind might try and take you down those paths. And I am telling you right now, Hey brain, I love you. And if you're listening to this and trying to be judgmental of the woman who is learning, please stop. Okay. (laughs) Please stop. We're all here to just learn about the habits that we fall into, about these patterns that we fall into, understand our brain so that we can learn how to experience more pleasure and allow these sexual interactions to be fueling and nourishing and light us up just like it is our birthright to do so. Okay. Okay. So back to intercourse. So oftentimes we're kind of skipping over this and we rush to the intercourse because this is really what is seen in our society as the goal of sex. (laughs) Okay. And it happens innocently enough when you're dating or you're falling in love. We look at how most belief systems talk about intercourse and it's very much at this pinnacle of intimacy. It's reserved for marriage. It's the way that we consummate a marriage. It's reserved for somebody that you feel very in love with, that you're ready to take this next step with. And even if you're not part of the doctrine that believe, you know, sex and meaning penetrative intercourse is reserved for marriage, intercourse is still seeped in the way relationships outside of any religious context are, that we must be fully trusting that it is the sacred thing. And I'm not saying it's not. I am not saying anything against this. I just want to explain to you the way that we have talked about sex and penetrative sex specifically. Penetrative intercourse is that that part of all of our sexual interaction is the holy grail. This is the thing that we're working up towards. This is, you know, it's a home run. It's not first base or second base or third base. It is the home run. It is the special sacred union that is reserved for husband and wife. You can see it, whether it's in religious context or whether it's locker room talk about what base you've gotten to, intercourse, the penetrative sexual intercourse, penis in vagina, is seen as the ultimate goal, what we are all supposed to be striving for. Now, when we have that belief that this is the ultimate goal, 
then it makes sense when we're thinking about sexual interaction with our partner, with our husband, that that is what we should be aiming for. That we better hurry and get to that because we're the kind of couple that is now married that has this ultimate sexual interaction, right? Once we've gotten there, then we have to stay there because that's what we're all aiming for, which is home base, quote unquote. The problem with this though is that intercourse itself, even though it's presented as this very sacred union and this part of what we're all aiming for, the ultimate home run, it doesn't take into consideration female pleasure. Outside of just being for reproduction, the way that it is talked about and presented not only as being this ultimate goal is that the rest of the things that prepare a woman's body for intercourse and get her into it, the way female pleasure works isn't discussed as leading up to it and being as important as the actual intercourse itself. Are you following me here? So of course we're going to see this as the goal what we're going for, right? And innocently enough, your partner is likely coming from the same belief system that this is the goal. This is what we're going for. This is what we're supposed to be enjoying as a couple, as this sacred union, because we love each other, because we're in this committed relationship, because we're married, because we've had sex before, then of course we're going to keep having sex. But again, it is in this very narrow viewpoint that is not taking in female pleasure into the ultimate picture of what we're trying to do here, what we're trying to experience as a couple, as a whole entire experience, as an actual sacred union where both partners are in delight and enjoyment and satisfaction and pleasure. There's such a misunderstanding of female pleasure about what it takes, what it looks like, how to experience it. So not only do we see it is important, like not only do we see this as not being very important, but our partners often don't realize how foreplay, how this warm-up impacts our overall experience, how it is actually crucial to our bodies to be able to enjoy penetrative sex at all. Because the truth of the matter is female pleasure is dependent on a warm-up. For your body to be eager for more, for you to be eager for sex, the body has to feel turned on. We wouldn't expect a man to enjoy penetrative penis and vagina intercourse if he didn't have a hard penis, right? Like, (laughs) that seems obvious, but we hardly consider that our own female bodies also have its own physical arousal, that the tissues of the vulva get fluffier, that there's blood flow, that parts of us, you know, become lubricated. And this readiness of your body will help intercourse feel so much better. 
And for most women, this process of getting like the blood flow down there and getting fluffier and ready for penetration can take most women 20 minutes to get all juiced up and ready. And this doesn't mean like just 20 minutes of kissing. It's different for everybody. And it's like different outside of even the physical acts of foreplay. And it's less just about what we're doing with our body, but in order for us to get, remember, this is all about a mind-body connection, get our mind on board, which then helps your body get on board. So for every woman, the amount of time, what the actual physical acts of foreplay are going to look like are going to be totally different. Because if you're already primed, like in your mind, there might just be a couple minutes of like hugging and grinding and you're ready. But if you're starting from more of like a cold place, it might take a little bit of time. It might take a few different techniques in order for your body to get warmed up and even be ready for penetration. This is no different than a male penis getting primed and ready and having the blood flow go and becoming hard in order to have that intercourse. We just don't consider it is the same for our own bodies. The body wants to feel more turned on. It has to have this warm up in order for it to feel turned on. And that's what foreplay is all about. It's helping give yourself the space to become aroused and ready. And this is why it's essential for your pleasure. (laughs) It's literally your body preparing for delicious, juicy enjoyment and satisfaction. I talk all the time about allowing us to create a container, right, for pleasure to enter, a container in our lives, our outside lives, on our schedules, in our home, a container in our relationship, a loving, flirty, playful sort of interaction. So there's this container that pleasure can flourish, a course, a container within your mind that pleasure is possible, and then a container in your body. And part of getting your body ready, part of getting yourself ready for intercourse is creating the container in your mind, in your life, and with your partner so that you can get warmed up, so that you can actually enjoy sex. And it all starts with your mind, seeing that it's taking the time (laughs) to have pleasure, taking the time to get warmed up is worth it. And if you don't have evidence yet, that's okay, right? If you don't have evidence that sex can be amazing and that pleasurable, that's okay. But you have to start with believing that it's possible, that it is going to get better. And that if you set the time aside, your body and you will learn how to connect more with pleasure in your body. So not only are we giving ourselves the time right? But we're also just allowing us to see that this part of the entire experience is more important than just checking intercourse off the list, right? Because simply checking sex off the list doesn't ever feel very satisfying, right? You're just going to see like, oh, okay, I did that. But it's like, it doesn't actually nourish you. It doesn't actually take care of you. It's just something that you feel like you went through the motions are, and then you crossed it off the list. But when you 
you actually care about your pleasure and having this experience for yourself, there's no need to rush through the motions, right? There's no need to just get from point A to point B from first base all the way to the home run. You can take your time and go to each of the bases (laughs) and around because you see that it's not just about checking sex off the list, but it truly is about connecting with pleasure and prioritizing and making the time for pleasure. Now, I want to talk a minute about foreplay itself, okay? And I want to give you permission that there's no way, one way, I should say, to define foreplay. So like I said a few minutes ago, it's less about the physical acts, though these are important and there's specific things that you can do. I talk about this in my course, Better Sex in 90 Days. There's specific things you can do both in your mind and in your body to help you get to an ultimate state of arousal, right? And that is really what we're looking at, is getting our place into a state of arousal. And personally, I think of foreplay more as the mental ways I'm getting prepared for sexy time. Like, I really like to think of my foreplay is, let's say that I have scheduled sex tonight, right? I like to think of my foreplay is everything that I'm doing in my brain and the way that I'm connecting with my body leading up to sex, leading up to our session. This is also why I don't typically call it like, oh, I have sex scheduled tonight. I call it a session. I have a session schedule because whether or not we have penetration or whether or not we have intercourse is irrelevant when you're looking at your time with yourself or with your partner as being all about pleasure. Because when it's all about pleasure, that may or may not include penetration every time. It may or may not include intercourse. So then I don't even really see foreplay as the making out or the kissing or the touching or the finger play or the oral. Sometimes that can be the thing that we are doing during our sexy session. So when we look at foreplay as kind of just all the things leading up to intercourse, we're denying ourselves by looking through this very narrow viewpoint of what the goal is and what foreplay can be. Again, you don't have to pick or choose what you think foreplay is. I just want you to begin to expand your mind that number one, Intercourse doesn't have to be the goal. And number two, foreplay is going to be different for every single person, but foreplay is truly just about allowing yourself the time to get your mind on board, which then is going to proceed to allow you to get your body on board. And when you're helping yourself get aroused, then that might also include some physical acts like touching, your body, caressing your body, having your partner touch you and tease you and tantalize you. There's so many different ways that you can explore and have fun in this area. But again, it's seeing that the goal of all of this, whether it's foreplay in the traditional sense or intercourse itself is all about your pleasure. What do you need to allow yourself to get on board? 
And what I mean by that is allow your body to get on board. What is going to allow those blood, like the blood flow to just like start rushing to the loins, right? And getting you in the mood for sexual interaction. And that might look very different, but the 411 on foreplay, no matter if it's like what I do leading up during the day, thinking things in my brain that get my body on board, or you're looking at it as the kissing part and the heavy petting part and the making out part and the teasing part and the tantalizing part, all of these are crucial to your pleasure. They allow your brain and your body to transition from a different part of your day that might have been stressful or might have been busy back into your body, back into your ecstatic, delicious, erotic birthright that is right there, and back in passionate connection with your partner. This foreplay is the bridge from what is else is out there, kind of the rest of your life, and back into that delicious juiciness that is within you. And this time that you give yourself to warm up is prioritizing your pleasure. It is you breaking down the beliefs that this in act, a sex act, is something to check off and really truly seeing this as an act to nourish and fuel you. This is exactly the process that I take all of the clients and all of the women that go through better sex in 90 days is really how do we have to look at all of this stuff differently in order to see it as something for you? And what that's going to take and being able to put you, the woman, at the forefront of your priority list, seeing that this is going to light you up and benefit not only your well-being, but the way that you're able to show up in the world. This is exactly the step-by-step process that we do in my course and the way that we get coached on it because you can see how sticky some of these thoughts can be. Like, I don't have the time. Is this really important? My partner doesn't really want to. Um, I'm not even sure what to do. How do I make the time, right? All of that stuff needs to be kind of taken and worked through in order for you to really truly show up for your pleasure. So I encourage you just to take what all the things that we talked about in this episode today, taking the time for it, why we rushed through it, the belief systems that we grew up around that is putting intercourse at the forefront of our sexual interaction and being looked at as the goal and seeing how these things are actually getting in the way of your pleasure. Begin to do your own thought work around them. Open your mind, expand your mind, drop into your body and give yourself the time to warm up, to become aroused so that you can experience more and more pleasure. And as always, it's been my absolute pleasure to share this with you today. I love talking with you so much about all of this. Have a wonderful week. Can't wait to talk to you next week. Bye.